0: I'm not done. I'm just not. There's there's too much to this Brian Reynolds topic for me to just gloss over it and say, all right, well, hey, let's look at the shortstop depth or something like that. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins that I hope you'll check out. Here's the thing. It feels, and this is nothing other than a feel. This isn't me reporting anything or anything like that. I've been swamped with football and hockey, to be perfectly honest with you. And every time it comes time to do this show, I think, all right, well, you know, you've done done two, three episodes, including the special episode over the weekend regarding Reynolds. And let's see what else there is. Here's the problem. You can't move past it. They can't move past it. And I don't think they can dig out of this hole without doing something that would be so extraordinarily unlike them that it's barely worth mentioning. But then if you don't mention it, if I don't mention it, if the public doesn't mention it, that's their dream scenario. That's what they want. They want you to think that the situation is hopeless, that there's no way to keep Reynolds, and they're going to end up painting Reynolds, mark my words, as if he wanted, oh, so much, and it was so outrageous. And the way the stuff was leaked over the weekend from the team that he was offered the Biggest deal in franchise history. The biggest deal in franchise history is Cabrian Hayes. They didn't say that. They said the biggest deal in franchise history. Why? So that you would go, whoa, what an ungrateful SOB, this guy must be, wants to get out of town, doesn't like Pittsburgh. This player wants to stay in Pittsburgh, and I'm saying that. Excluding all other factors, he's actually been criticized by people who know him for wanting to stay in Pittsburgh. And he's stood by it until now, until now. And all that we know as to what happened is that the team made an offer and the offer was such That it not only made this player not want to stay, it made him not even want to negotiate. It made him and CAA, his agency, agree that they would take this public that he wasn't coming back. Think about that. Think about that. Think about what this offer must have been. It might have been Kibrian plus one dollar. And then the negotiation is a non-negotiation, and the Pirates are looking around going, "Uh uh-oh, now what? And then they start signing a couple of guys. I'm sure this is just coincidence. And talking about 2023, for the first time ever, by the way, within the past few days, they're talking about 2023 and how this is the time to add to this young group. Remember when Carlos Santana was signed and I had a pretty good number of people maybe you too pointing the finger at me wagging the finger at me you said they were gonna punt you said they're gonna punt you watch this portion of daily shot of pirates is brought to you by our friends at north shore tavern that's directly across federal street from pnc park it's home of steak on a stone an eating experience underscoring the word experience The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. To date, they've signed Carlos Santana, they've picked up G-Man Choi from the Rays, and they've gotten... Two, depending on your perspective, three viable bullpen arms, one of those being a swing guy. Oh, oh, also, they've lost their best player. They've lost their best player. But this is the year they're going to take seriously and support that young group. This is what I'm talking about. You you can't get past it. You can't get past it. You can't say... Well, let's look at what else. Let's let's see how the rest of the offseason goes. Let's see who else they sign. You can't do that. And we, me and you, the people who talk about the Pirates on a regular basis, even if our roles are different, we can't let it go. I can't let it go in what my job is in covering this team. And I am absolutely not at all inclined in any way, shape, or form to let them off the hook from at least making him a viable market offer. I don't know what that dollar figure is. That would require some kind of intensive market analysis, including the most recent free agent signings, Brandon Nimmo's being used as a comparable by some people. I'm not sure if that really works. But I know the revenue sharing money that's coming in. I know the outside money, meaning the national monies that get distributed. It's the national TV money. It's the national advanced media money. That means internet properties. All of the merchandising, all of it is shared evenly in Major League Baseball. Did you know that? By the way, the Pirates are one of the better sellers. Why? Yeah, don't overthink it. Always Roberto Clemente. A lot of that money, a lot of money comes into Pittsburgh. Certainly enough to pay the one player you need to pay. That's it. One player. Count him. One. You didn't need to pay Key. Key, I hope, will eventually hit, stay healthy, stay on the field. But we don't know that. We know about Reynolds. With Key, they could have gone to him with an offer that would have looked like some kind of long-term guarantee and convince him into taking it. And they did. And good for them and good for him for the safe money. But this player isn't that player. This is your best player. And if the best player on the team isn't there anymore, well, I'll ask you. Show me the list of trades, not just in baseball, in any sport, where the better player going out makes the team better with what comes back. Show me that list. Those exist, but it's really, really, really short, this list. By not securing Reynolds, by not having prevented this situation One could argue they've already hunted on 2023. When we come back, J1Q. J1Q comes from Mick, who says, here's the issue that I have with this Reynolds discussion. The players don't view it as a distraction. Reynolds' personality won't allow him to be a distraction, but the media will keep asking. So the media will continue to push it until they get a story out of it. You know, Mick, there are circumstances in which you'd be correct There are circumstances that have borne out to be entirely media concocted. And then there's this. This is something that's completely different. I can tell you that when I'm speaking about this, and that doesn't mean that I speak for anybody else or that I'm right for that matter. It's just my own perspective. I am referring entirely to what's in that clubhouse Not when I'm in there, not what I'm asking, not how they respond to what I'm asking, but what's in there. That's it. Now, am I biased as a lifelong reporter? Of course I am. But I've also seen it from both perspectives. They were actually great at keeping stuff uh, under control in-house, even when Antonio Brown was there with all his shenanigans. While at the same time, the media, principally the national media, because they were just feasting off the Steelers at the time, as anybody who follows that team can tell you, they were just making stuff up. They were going with whatever it was that would swim across social media and run with it. Headlines, debates, back and forth, PTI, you name it. And again, the football team itself, the players, the leaders in there, did a great job of shutting that stuff out and dealing only with each other. What I am describing here would be the polar opposite of that. A. The Pirates don't get all that much media attention for there to be a media creation of any kind in any context, much less something that would balloon nationally. Being blunt here... They aren't that big of a story. They just aren't. Not right now. Being further blunt, as much as I respect Reynolds as a player and everything else, he's not that big of a star. If you put together a list of the top 10, maybe even the top 15 most popular, most followed athletes in Pittsburgh, I don't know that he'd be on it. Think about what I'm saying here. And think about who'd all be ahead of him. What my point here is, the distraction in this case would be internal. Because, as I mentioned earlier this week on the show, there is no way this team takes a significant stride forward if one of its primary pieces, if not its primary piece, since he's the best player isn't going to be part of it and you know it and you're sitting there and you're looking at him and he's like dead man walking. That's not me asking questions. That's not reporters running around manufacturing stuff. That's a player looking at another player that he knows is going to be gone. That's not somebody making something up. That's not a construct of the media. That's an actual thing that they have to deal with behind closed doors, not when I'm in there. And I'm telling you that I think that will be impossible, especially for a younger group that needs to bond and form its own identity and everything else. And they're looking at this guy who's their everyday center fielder who wants out. That is a problem. That is a real problem. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. And you know what? It'll probably be on this again.